this week on Big Eyes. I go missing for the episode, but Jamal is joined by a very special guest, Viz editor Carla Clark. They sit down to talk about Mashal, Kaiju number eight, Undead Unluck, and more. So stay tapped in and keep a lookout only on the lookout for the Big Eyes podcast. And welcome to a new episode of the Big Eyes Podcast. This is episode 75. Um, I'm excited. This is a quarter of a century or three quarters of a century. I'm getting, man, we're getting old. Big Eyes is getting old. I'm happy. Uh, so episode 75, I'm so excited because today we have a very, very special guest. Um, she is working on two of probably sh- like two of the newest things that shona jump is doing that is completely taking over um and i'm very excited to have her on here and she her resume is crazy the things she's like i, I can't wait to get into this conversation uh carla clark viz media editor how are you doing today um i am tired but i am great <laughs> i am here like all my <laughs> yes you are <laughs> oh man are are you are so okay um you brought up all my are you are you reading my hero at all it's funny because like i am not (laughs) (laughs) i mean is it is it hard reading other things on like shonen jump like i mean i know you're working on two titles um undead on undead unluck and mash uh mashal magic and muscles um right now i'm also working on kaiju number eight Oh, you're on Kaiju too? Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's so dope. That's so dope. Oh my gosh. I I, I did not know you're on Kaiju too. That's so tight. But it working on these you no know, three, I mean, pretty much three of the biggest new names I, I personally feel like. Um is it is it hard to kind of tap into the other things that is going on on Shonen Jump? It actually is. Um it's it's hard. Like I get so caught up in like my series <laughs> and what I'm doing, and I don't always have time to like go and be like, oh, what's going on with other people's series? And so like, I'm a My Hero fan, but I never had the time to catch up, like to read the whole manga. I tried when I first got hired, um, <laughs> but I never made it. I just didn't cross the finish, and I was like, oh, well, I'll just watch the anime. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Well, I mean, the, the anime is in a great place right now. So I know I need to catch up on the anime now because I was <laughs> like, well, I'm going to read the manga when I got hired at Viz. So I stopped watching the anime. And then <laughs> <laughs> you're like, I got access to all the guys is all the chapters now. Why? Like, why not? Why not get yeah. ahead? And then I didn't. And now I'm like, oh, great. I'm, I'm behind on both now. So I think I'm just going to I actually really enjoy the anime. I think it's pretty well done and well produced. So I'll probably actually go back to the anime and do that but what i i am interested their series are recommended to me all the time by like my co-workers um like vigilantes which is like one of the my hero spinoffs is yeah you know it gets a lot of praise around the office and i'm like oh i think i would be really into that and i'm like into a razor head and the older heroes um but i just when it comes time for me to sit down and be like all right (laughs) (laughs) 
it's really hard and it's like and it's hard to disconnect from the stuff from work sometimes so um i i definitely hear that i understand that like i i mean outside of this i work um i work in culinary in a culinary field and i i understand what you're talking about in terms of i cook all day and then when i get home I'm like, I don't want to cook. <laughs> like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I bet it's like that with you in terms of like, you're probably reading, looking at panels all day and then, and, you know, and translating, doing all the other things. And I bet you when you get home and you probably have some time to read, you're like, I don't want to read. <laughs> like, I want to <laughs> just, I just want to probably sit down and just chill or, or watch the anime, like have it, have it, uh, not have to sit down and focus so much on it. Yeah, it gets a little a little difficult to like sit and like read stuff unless I'm reading for like acquisitions, which is fun. Like if we're reading to look to see if we want to acquire title and they're looking for opinions, like that's pretty fun because it's like I don't know. It's there's like no hard requirement for me to be like oh, I'm about to like edit this manga. Like I'm just reading it. Is it interesting? Do people like yeah. it? Yeah. Um, so when you're mm-hmm. oh, don't mean to cut you off, but um, so when you're so are you given titles or are you allowed to kind of select the things that you want to work on? Um, so, you know, like I said, for me, <laughs> <laughs> every editor is different. And when I started, I'm kind of like a weird control freak sometimes. And I was like, I'm just going to request everything that I'm interested in. And this is, this is both good and bad. Um, <laughs> and as a newbie it was very bad but I was like no it's okay I got it and I'm like so things would come up and I'd be like yes I want to edit that um, or sometimes I would preemptively strike and be like hey before you even ask anyone else I'm just letting you know <laughs> yeah, I want that put that on my table like immediately yeah so some of them I've like backdoored in because I was just like they were like, well, I was just about to ask who was interested. And I'm like, well, it's me. I'm the person. I'm interested. Um, and some things uh, get assigned to you. So there's like a blend. But I have a tendency to over-volunteer. I've stopped because my plate is full now. Um. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I mean, definitely. I mean, the things that you're working on right now, like I said, are uh, three up-and-comers that have completely taken over. Um, Undead, Unluck. Uh... You know, mash. Um, it's, I keep wanting to say Mashley. It yeah. just. The title it, it, I know it's Mashal. Uh, but yeah, I, but Mashal and um, Kaiju Number Eight. I mean, those are three really, really popular mangas out right now. Um, I, I mean, personally, I think with you know Shonen Jump definitely has. I feel their cornerstones with the uh, Jujutsu Kaisen, My Hero Academia. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I definitely see these three being the the next pillars pretty much of like holding shonen jump down for a while yeah it certainly feels like it they've they've got a lot of interest and i'm really excited um about working on those three titles and especially for the graphic novels that all three are receiving print releases um i never thought i'd get titles so soon That, that, that we're gonna get all these like cool print releases but here we are i'm excited and happy about it and all of them are out except for kaiju number eight and that'll be out in december um and all the i i love i love the covers for all of them like, oh yeah the yeah. artwork for the cover, like the kaiju with the like it's the front and the back cover make one whole 
yeah, it's a wraparound cover. It's uh, it's on the Japanese tanko, and we really, really, really wanted to keep the same style and feeling as the Japanese tanko, even with the same treatments that maybe we wouldn't do on other books. Um, so I hope people really appreciate it. It's got like a metallic spot color and some cool, you know, glossiness and stuff, and some color pages. Um, what I've seen so far <laughs> in the production process looks really sweet. So I hope that people go pick it up. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um, you know, here at the lookout, uh, Undead Unluck is definitely one of is is one of the favorites inside the group. So oh, I'm so um, happy to hear that. This yeah. so time is <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, I'm, I mean, okay. So when working on these three very different titles, these you know, three titles that have different feels to them. How does that, how does your mindset change as an editor going into these? And, you know, like, like how, do, how does your work process change differently with each title? That's an interesting question. Um, interesting in that, well, Shonen Jump has a really fast production time. Um, and my brain doing shonen jump is different than doing like just graphic novel releases in general um (laughs) yeah (laughs) um again meaning that i have less brain power when i work on shonen jump um (laughs) 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 so with the little brain power i have left um (laughs) i work on you're 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 like getting those last drops of gas out of it you're like we're gonna push it into the final final drop. Yeah, we, we turn Shonen Jump around so fast, um, but it's interesting that about the different types of series because yeah, um, Mashal well, Mashal's kind of come around full circle and has has a I, I feel like it's a kind of even album. Marshall, I mean Mash, Marshall, ah, Mashal started out kind of gaggy, um, and so my brain would be like, what is the best way to render this joke? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it might be like. Well, I mean, the great thing about Bachelor is so much. It's so deadpan. Like it's so much. It's such dry humor, and it's, mm-hmm. I find it absolutely hilarious. Yeah, is that's the. It's like keeping Mashal, like giving him like the same deadpan feel across the series is. Um, I think is a goal because like sometimes I might see something and I'd be like, Mashal wouldn't say that. I've gotten to the point where I've, or you know, where I'm like, Mash, he doesn't talk like that, and like I need, I need to rearrange this line um in the script or whatever um so it's like a different thought process i go through mashal faster than i do undead unluck um and that's probably because mashal is a little more lighthearted. It, it does have some obviously there's some big battles um but overall the series is pretty lighthearted, and it does have some lore but it doesn't have like super intense lore um and a series like undead unluck every little thing means something <laughs> Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, the cool thing about Undead Unluck too is that I love the, I love how it calls or like plays on other mangas. Like, there's little Easter eggs on uh, in Undead Unluck. Like, I think two, three chapters ago, like they had the you had the Nimbus and like the oh, Goku. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah you know yeah, I, I mean even when you read throughout on dead unlock like there's little little easter eggs like that that throughout it that i really enjoy yeah and like undead unluck is a it's an interesting series to work on because you never know if the choice that you made is going to come back and bite you later 
Um, <laughs> yeah. Because some other chapter might be like, you might be like, we're going to use this word. And then two chapters later, they're like, so that word choice, very important. Because now there's a whole chapter about it. And you're like, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, like, oh, man, that's crazy. Like, but I, I, I can. I can see that now, especially how the story goes, because things things could hit a 180 on Undead Unluck in so quick. Like it's like, holy shit, like where did this come from? <laughs> like where, what? Yeah, it's an interesting series. And at the beginning when we did it, my translator David, he's great. He's a great translator. He also works on Kaiju. Um, but for a while we were getting blindsided. Um <laughs> By like, by like these little things that we didn't think mattered and then like the next chapter would be like so this is the thing and we'd have to go back um and change lines <laughs> so that it was like for consistency's sake so like um and then i'll like we'll keep you on your toes and so I'll like it's like when i edit that series like sometimes i get lost just in the editing process and then when I, by the time the graphic novel comes around to work on, like I'm rediscovering stuff about the series that I overlooked because I was so like focused, like hyper-focused on the page. Like I'm just like, okay, or is everything flowing? And then it's like, I go back and like, when I do the graphic novels, it's, it's a little bit more leisurely because um, I'm looking for mistakes or maybe things like uh, smoothing out dialogue and stuff like that. And it's like, I can kind of enjoy the story more. And then I'll be like, I really... Um, the story for Undead Unluck is I really appreciate the story, the time, the time <laughs> that the mangaka has put into this is is amazing. Um, and I tell my coworker Definitely. all the time, like I'm like, oh wow, I'm like, you know, this story, like when I read it in graphic novel form, I'm like, it's really actually pretty cool. Not that I didn't think it was cool before, but it's just like a new appreciation for like how the, everything Definitely. comes together. Um, but Kaiju Number Eight is. It's just Kaiju number is a lot of fun to work on. I really wanted to work on that series. I volunteered. It was <laughs> so you've been. Have you been? You've been doing Kaiju number eight since the the first chapter. Yes. Yes. Okay. Uh, yeah, Kaiju Kaiju number eight is definitely. Um, I think it's a bit different than all the other titles on Shonen Jump right now. I mean, even when you just look at the main character, you know, you have an older main character, which is something that you're not really seeing much in Shonen Jump. Um, and I know where this story is going. It took me a while. I'm not going to lie. It took me a while <laughs> to like go full fledged in on Kaiju number eight. Cause I was like, I- I'm big on if I can't find a, it doesn't always have to be the main character. Right. But it has to be a character where I'm like, I could connect with that character. Um, It took me a while. Cause I was like, I can't, I don't know what character I really like on here yet. Mm-hmm. And then as I began to read it, I still really haven't found that character, but I started like the story just starts drawing you in more and more it gets so fast paced and there's so much happening um i mean even where it's at now where you know you're you know kafka's secrets all out you're like oh shit like now what are they gonna do like mm-hmm. you know you meet the you know you meet the head director you do this and so i think the pacing of the story is now has completely drawn me into it yeah it does have a different feel um and I, I think what your your point about like finding a character to like, I think is actually really interesting because I think Kaiju number eight compared to like Undead Unlook and like Mashal and like My Hero, um, you know, those series kind of have like a, you know, a colorful cast of characters as I like. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. A lot of personalities, a lot of different personalities. Yeah. 
it's the shonen jump way they're like mm-hmm. here's a group of people you know like naruto here pick a, you know pick a clan pick a person um <laughs> <laughs> but and you can find some options way. just just options they're like oh you don't like the hidden leaf here are more villages like you know like <laughs> And kaiju number eight is so kafka focused um yeah and it's interesting because like there are characters surrounding him right but like the story is very much his story and i don't think we've really left his perspective i mean we we haven't we haven't left his perspective the entire time we haven't gotten side stories with reno like every story involves him in some way and he's like the main event just about all the time we have some kikoro uh, Kikaru backstory and you know I, I enjoy that I enjoy her as a character um, mm-hmm. I think I latched on I liked Kafka actually I thought he was a likable character and I have a hard time actually liking main characters um, but <laughs> I, I don't know what it is about the main character it's just I, I think that I think that the main character sometimes doesn't have the it doesn't they sometimes i think the main character doesn't have the freedom that side characters have mm-hmm. to be certain ways and to act certain ways like the, no, the main character kind of has they have to be you know they ha- they have to be the the base for everyone else mm-hmm. so there's cer- i think there's certain traits and certain things that they can't really have that side characters can have and i always end up i end up always veering towards a side character is being my favorite character in the story mm-hmm. is because like like um uh like Kafka he is a like his his character kind of has to gel everyone together so Kafka can't really just go out and just be like you know what I'm gonna just go full kaiju mode and just start blowing stuff up <laughs> like you know he can't ever mm-hmm. do you know he can't really do something like that or just be like or he can't ever be like the loner type where Kafka kind of just goes in his own corner and like be by himself because he has to be the you know the glue that keep everything together and like the base for everyone else. Um, I mean, you see that in a lot of manga and like a lot of main characters. Hence, why then I, I find a side character where like the side character is able to go be the introverted loner type or go be the you know I'm I'm a big Bakugo stand, mm. uh, you know, and I love it because he's like he's Bakugo. He's able to be explosive and yell, and his his way of being a hero is is borderline like villainous. It's like <laughs> he wants to be a hero with murderous intent. You know, it is funny to me, but I'm like I like that. I like that about this character. Like Deku couldn't really do that, but no. you know, so uh, I always tend to to like the side characters more because of that. Yeah, I think. That's a good point. They do have a lot of freedom. They're not tethered to anything. The writer has more freedom to, you know, you know. Of course, there's, a, you know, everyone's got an idea, image of what a hero should be, um, mm-hmm. and it's hard to break free of that. I think in storytelling, once you've kind of made up your mind that a character is a hero, and so no, yeah, definitely. But yeah, um, good, you know, Hajime Ka- Rate. It's I actually do like Kafka as a character, maybe because I'm older. And I appreciate that there's a slightly older person who's like out here like, oh, I need a second chance at life. And I'm just like, you know, I didn't kind of gel with that. I didn't really get my life together. You know? <laughs> 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 away either. So <laughs> I mean, but you have had a you have been you've from what I've seen, it may have not been fun while you're actually doing the work. But <laughs> it looks like you've had a fun career. I mean, we can like your your time at fandom, how was uh how is that? Because, you know, you kind of you've gone from a writer and producing content to now 
you're an editor and now you actually have like this content that you're you're shaping and informing you know for for an american audience but you know your your time as a writer and creating your own like how was how was that moment of your career uh it was interesting fandom was like the first like i guess my first like real job like i guess real career choice (laughs) (laughs) job not like oh i need this money um, I mean, I did need money. I always need money. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I feel that. Hey, I second that. But if you're listening to this podcast, both of us, <laughs> <laughs> money, please, um, <laughs> money, please, hand it to us. <laughs> it was my first like real like career job when I finally finished college, and um, it was interesting transitioning to that because before I'd always kind of worked a hodgepodge of jobs to kind of like make ends meet so I would do retail and I would like freelance and I would tutor and I was <laughs> I was just doing a bunch of stuff and I was like okay um and then I applied to fandom and didn't expect to get the job at fandom to be perfectly honest even though I had the experience that they were looking for um but I did and I was like wow I was like look at me adult job um <laughs> you're, you finally like, it's like you finally like taking that full step you're like wow like this is this is real life like i actually gotta like clock in and you know, like <laughs> this is real career yeah. signing paperwork yeah i was like wow okay like i mean obviously you know you don't go into the interview like i'm sorry i just don't i'm like basically a kid still but like you know <laughs> 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 you go into the interview with a little more confidence but um, yeah but it was like it was just interesting like that transition it was so much for me to train to I don't even know how to like put it into words but it was jarring <laughs> 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 to have one job that could yeah do everything for me at the time and I was just like wow this is crazy um and then I you know got there and it's like fandom was you know set up really cool they had this wall of fandom and they had like artwork all of you know like cool like nerdy artwork and stuff and i was like i never thought that like this nerd stuff was gonna pay off but here we are um and it was fun i had so much fun working there because i got to work with um young writers and or just inexperienced writers not all of them were young um but just like writers who wanted to gain experience and basically learn how to write about their passions on the internet and like it was a lot of fun being able to do that and to coach people it combined my tutoring background and it was something that I felt like I was helping people have a voice um and so it was really fun writing the contributor program and then like in it unofficially being like the anime editor because they never yeah. officially gave me that title but that's basically <laughs> what I, <laughs> that's what I basically was doing yeah. um, <laughs> I mean, I think the cool thing about fandoms is that they have such this wide, you know, wide variety of topics, um, especially, you know, for people who are into different things like pop culture, anime, Mm -hmm. gaming. Um, How was it like being able to like, did you have like a favorite topic? I mean, outside of maybe anime, because you're writing about so many different things. And was was there a topic that you you enjoyed writing about or or working with more uh, than others or you know, where you just kind of just like skip it. Like, I'm I'm just going to try it all, throw it all in the pot and like just, you know, mix it all up. I personally really liked, I like doing gaming content. There was like no room for me to do gaming 
I mean, I did some gaming stuff for fandom, um, but they had a really strong gaming team already. Um, (laughs) (laughs) But that was more my background. I wanted to go into games journalism. That was what I really wanted to do. Um, Or at least one of the things I thought I really wanted to do. Um, So anytime I got a chance to like cover gaming in some way, um, or even just doing copy editing. So like sometimes I'll do a lot of background stuff at fandom. And so we would send people out to like E3 or whatever. And it might just be like, they would send us the articles and like our job would be to make the article an article. Cause you know, if you're at E3 and you're just jotting down notes and you're trying to like write an article, like if the article comes in super rough. <laughs> yeah. It's bullet points. And I, it, yeah, I get it. I, we, we have a copy team here at my job that I work closely with, uh, and they pretty much like turn our recipes into mm-hmm. into actual like posts. And it's funny because I'm always sending them like bullet points <laughs> on yeah. how to make something and then just the ingredients. And then they take that and make it into something great. So shout out to all shout out to all the copy out there because <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, it's fun to do because you're like, what am I going to get? Um <laughs> <laughs> And you're like looking for assets and stuff like that, but like, <laughs> so I would do some background stuff like that for fandom. I'd be on standby for big events and stuff to like clean up articles or shape them, help write them, or sometimes I would write articles remotely um, on other things that the team couldn't cover. Um, you know, because I'd be watching also, um, <laughs> but from our <laughs> home base. <laughs> yeah. So it was interesting. It was. I, I enjoyed it. And I think at fandom is where I really learned that I did enjoy editing. Um, I, I enjoyed the, I mean, there's different types of editing, but at fandom, the sort of back and forth and like uh, with writers and like, just really just trying to help them draw out what they were trying to say. It was really fun for me to do that. Um, and I was able to take those skills to Viz. Um, in an editing role, that's, I guess a little less communicative. Um, but still I get to work with words. And I think that was like the big thing. Like, yeah, like I, I enjoy like all this nerd entertainment stuff of gaming and, you know, reading manga, watching anime. Like it's all has been this huge part of my life. And I'm also like a word nerd. Um, (laughs) So I was able to combine those two things. I thought I would have to take a boring job somewhere. Um, I don't know, like sell my soul to Facebook or something, but like, I didn't have to do that. And that's great. (laughs) <laughs> soldier sold to facebook <laughs> that's hilarious so are you're from the are you you're from the bay area then yeah i'm from oakland okay cool cool. cool i feel like cool, oakland cool. people like, like to specify that too like we're like no i we're like so yeah we're mom, in the bay but like we're from oakland <laughs> <laughs> my mom my mom spent a good spent a good amount of her life like her uh, I say her formative years of her life in in SoCal, mm-hmm. and then she. I'm from St. Paul, Minnesota, and she moved to St. Paul. Um, and originally she was gonna move us back, and she's gonna move us to Oakland. And I have like family from Oakland, and uh, yeah, Oakland people from Oakland take very much pride in Oakland. Like they're like, nah, bro. Like I'm not from. Like <laughs> let me be very specific here. Like I've I've met people from Oakland that have like told me like told me like the exact street they're from. Like I'm like, I don't know where that is, but you know what? I respect the fact that that you are like they <laughs> like they they hold it down. Um so you know, growing up in Oakland, like let's let's meet young Carla. Like how did you like what was your introduction to even like anime, manga, 
like how how was that sailor moon <laughs> yeah <laughs> shout out to victoria right. <laughs> yeah sailor moon was when i was in elementary school sailor moon came out and like i used to run home and watch i don't even know how i found it like i think i just you know kids flipping through tv okay no one understands this reference anymore back in the day <laughs> <laughs> you couldn't choose what to watch um <laughs> You just, you just, <laughs> you had a set schedule, and you had a, you had to respect the schedule. Yeah, the, the TV guide, if you were gonna TV it, guide, yep. You missed it, you missed it. That was it, you know. <laughs> there was no like, oh, I'll come back and watch this. You know, you just set up a VHS recording tape, and you know, nine times out of ten, that didn't work. Um, so, but I used to run home, like you know, run home. My parents picked me up, race home um after school on wednesdays because that was our minimum day schedule um and it was the only day i could get home early enough to watch sailor moon like when it actually came on tv because it came on like at some weird time and like in the middle of the day right after bananas in pajamas um, (laughs) (laughs) and at the time i didn't know it was like anime i was just like i just really like this really cool show and it's like got all these girls and they're like they got powers and it's like love and you know it's like evil people i was like this is like the most amazing thing i've ever watched in my life um and so my dad would try to record it for me also like um on days where i was like at school but again you know uh, vhs technology was not great um (laughs) so um yeah so sailor moon was really the introduction to that and i was really into it and then i think like my next major uh jumping off point was probably i was gonna say dragon ball but i actually i don't think that's right i think it's actually tenchi muyo um (laughs) (laughs) Um, so tenchi muyo dragon ball um you know that whole tsunami block yeah and like i was like really into those shows and then i tsunami really changed the game oh cowboy bebop which is like one of my favorite things ever actually that's one of the not to go back to fandom but i did i did organize like a whole like group of articles and content for cowboy bebop for the anniversary before i left um and that was actually a fun group of articles put together Uh, i'm gonna have to find that because cowboy bebop was i mean i had watched i had like like you said like i was into the dragon balls and and whatnot um but cowboy bebop was really the anime that like change how i viewed anime because i was like wow i was like this is this is actually really beautiful i was like this is i was like this is like a wild story like you get these characters who are you know there's no it's it's not as bubbly and playful as other anime that i've watched like there's some like there's some real seriousness it's like some noir to it and i was like wow like this is this is completely different than than anything I have ever, mm-hmm. you know, watched before. Uh, it's so, so good. Like even revisiting it, like later in life when I had to put the articles together and I interviewed some of the voice, you know, the English voice cast. Um, it was like I was like, wow, this is like still really holding up. I was like, this is an amazing series. Um, <laughs> <laughs> like I was still into it um and it's one of the few series i can watch in english or in japanese um because i feel like they're they're just they just both hit emotional notes very well but it's yeah 
and you know Trigun and stuff like that like I was really into those types of shows and um eventually I got into manga I was mostly reading shoujo because <laughs> you know love stories I guess um <laughs> I've been getting more into shoujo and I think I I shonen myself out. I mean, granted, doing a doing a show that's based around shonen, like you know, hey. Um, but I I've been trying to read more shoujo. I I got into uh Boys Over Flowers. Oh, okay, uh, my coworkers talk to me about that one all the time because it's so funny because I never read it. Um, and <laughs> <laughs> it's a. It, I'm doing I'm doing all like Viz plugs right now. Are you right? reading like, the Shonen Jump Vault Part Two? Yes. Okay, because I I, <laughs> I never read OG Boys Over Flowers, and when Part Two came out, I was like, well, maybe I should read Part Two since it's ironically in the Shonen Jump Vault. Um, <laughs> I know. Okay, do you? Okay, your vault, your access to the vault is probably way more like expansive than my access to the vault. Um. Is there is there do you do you like to tap in like like do you go into like the little show and jump vault and like some things that like do you, how much of advantage do you take with that because I would be I would probably you'll probably catch me in there every day I would like <laughs> probably wouldn't leave it it's funny because like um when I first got hired I was in the vault more um I was I also wasn't working on show and jump right away when I got hired I was working on just like graphic novel stuff um so maybe that's <laughs> that's why it was easier for me to jump into the vault but i would always pick something that was like super obscure um <laughs> like i'd be like oh is this series about a penguin i want to read about the penguin oh, are you I'm talking like- <laughs> about a pe- you talking about penguin and yeah. i or uh god i love that oh my god so, like, i love again so this is why I-, I never read my hero because i'm like i'll go in the vault and be like oh but what's this little weird series over here and like you know here i am <laughs> i was shout out shout out to jeff uh shout out to jeff he does the lookout with meals and i was sending him screenshots of uh penguin and i and he was like what is this and i was like this is the funniest thing i've ever read like it reminds me of like the newspaper cartoons yes yes and it's like every chapter is like that and they're so ridiculous like she's trying to hide this pet penguin like the the, the boy comes over and he's, he's like or like the oh my gosh i love that i love that you brought that up i i think that is i think that little series i, I mean it's not even long it's probably like what like 20 chapters maybe there's like some cute stuff in the vault so it's like interesting because like my shonen knowledge like i have shonen knowledge for like the bigger series um but it, I think also, like, when you're doing journalism, it's, like, it kind of, like, that's what it requires. It's, like, you to be into, like, you know, keep up with all the big series. Um, <laughs> 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 so it's nice to, like, take a break. I mean, there's nothing wrong with, like, being, like, oh, okay, yeah, all these, keep up with all this news going on with all these big series. But it's, like, nice that I don't have that requirement anymore. Yeah. Because um, now I don't feel like I have to watch, like, you know, it's, like, that episode comes out at whatever like you know crack a dawn hour um and i have to be up and i must watch it because i must be in the know so that if there's discourse i will be there um <laughs> <laughs> yeah i i mean i'm pretty sure yeah fandom it was it was like that just having to stay on top of the latest or the latest as soon as it drops i know that probably can be i mean even like you know we're very you know it's very specific specific here you know working with manga so 
I know that just being on top of manga, it really isn't that hard, but you know, it's something where I'm like, all right, as soon as the chapters drop, like I'm reading them mm-hmm. and I need to make sure that like, I know what, what's going on, but I know, you know, when you were working at fandom, you had such just wide variety of stuff where it's probably like overload sometimes <laughs> or you're like, yeah, cause I had to keep up with big stuff. Um, or I'd have to, re- you know, recruit writers who would keep up with big stuff. Cause like, obviously I can't do everything. Um, and and then it's like you're trying to also find interesting new ways to talk about it, right? So that means you got to watch all the weird series that came out, which you know, <laughs> <laughs> which is you know, also fun. Like I found series I really liked that were weird. They were just super weird. Like that horse girl anime that came out what a few years ago. Uh, <laughs> I was kind of into it. I was like, hey guys, there is literally a horse girl series and they'd be like what and i'm just like yeah and i'm like you know but anime and they'd be like okay and you know that was like my description to people who didn't watch anime they'd be like did you hear about this and i'd be like yes because anime anime just does that's <laughs> <laughs> always the reason because anime let's i'm gonna make that i'm gonna make that like my email signature like because anime yeah, like, that's that's it. It. there's no there's nothing nothing you say will surprise me if it happens in anime like <laughs> <laughs> um so yeah it's just yeah it's it's it's, it was interesting i like obscure stuff and actually like i only spend half my time working on shonen jump so like i'm i'm a part-timer um (laughs) (laughs) i shouldn't jump i'm not a fool i mean although they've embraced me as a full member of shonen jump um yeah but i i work on a lot of other titles for viz um so because you're, cause you're jumping back between the Shonen Jump stuff and the print. Yeah, I'm technically between two teams. Um, so it's an interesting role. I took it from someone else who is now full Shonen Jump. Um, and I split I split my time to basically just help out both sides. <laughs> I help out yeah. Shonen Jump and I also help out the graphic novel division. Um, it's where I get to do a lot of other stuff. I like doing. I like working on a wide variety of titles. I do. I love Shonen Jump. It's great, um, but I do like. I like having the freedom to work on things outside of Shonen Jump. Yeah, definitely. Um, so in the beginning of the pandemic, we had another Viz uh, editor, Mister uh, Mike Montessa. That's my cute he- mate. What? <laughs> when we're in the office, you know. Uh, our, wow. Our the Q-Mates have both been on the Big Eyes podcast. See, this this is divine intervention. This is, this is you know, like, this was meant to be. Mike, Mike Montez is an amazing person. I love him so much. And I also, he has the funniest, like, I don't know if it's a blog post on Viz, but when they take pictures of his outfits, mm. uh, that that was that's a great one, and I I like, yeah that that's a hilarious post. Uh, but we you know we we had him on as the beginning of like the pandemic, and he's talking about like you know, you know how that first day was when they, like everyone had like to go home and they had to pack everything up, and I'd have been working from home, and now we're a year and a half later. How has things changed in the office? Like how has your work style even changed? Like you know. I know like working on print and then working on SJ, like those are two, you know, different work styles, but like how has kind of your day to day changed a bit now or like, how is it, how is it different now? Um, That's a good question. And I think like for the, <laughs> yeah, 
I've worked remotely before. Actually, most of my career jobs I could do remotely. So I was, that transition for me wasn't as hard. Um, and I did help make recommendations on what we could do. <laughs> like, because I think Viz has a very print, like, culture. Um, and so I was like, well, here are tools. I know these tools that we can use to do things remotely. So some of the things, you know, got implemented for us to help. Um, so for me, I was like, oh, sweet. I get to work from home. Cause I'm actually, I just don't like getting up to go do stuff. So <laughs> <laughs> I feel that. I feel that. <laughs> <laughs> to be perfectly honest, like the office is cool. I like the people at the office, but I was like, oh, if I could just like get up and roll over and grab my laptop that sounds ideal um but not from that that's not ideal for everyone some people need like the the division of space um but my work style is interesting because like now I think it's kind of tapped into like my chaotic like uh workaholic nature in that I feel like I work I don't think I'm working more but I think I'm working more throughout the day if that makes sense. So like I'm working on and off or I'll be like, I'm going to go make dinner and I'll go make dinner. And then I'll like come back and be like, ah, yes, now I will continue what I was doing. Um, and so it's nice in a, in a sense, because like, I feel like I've gotten some sort of balance where I feel like I can kind of do things around the house, um, hang out with my kids, stuff like that. Oh, okay. That is, I thought I turned off all notifications. Um, but, <laughs> um, but yeah, now I, I'm kind of like, I have some freedom to plan my schedule a little easier instead of being like, I must sit in the office for eight hours straight. Um, yeah. So that's kind of nice. But then it's also like, you don't, you, you miss some things. Like you don't really get to touch paper or like seeing print quality sometimes is a little difficult when you're like doing things remotely. Um, so you have to like. So are, are things printed at the office? Like. Mm-hmm. Or is that like a whole separate? No, we we have okay. other place. Oh no! <laughs> I was gonna say like, I, I didn't know like you're like getting like the books like hot off the press like Whoa. literally like getting that would be like yo that is that would actually be really sweet. I wish we did. Um, <laughs> no, we get them. They get sent to us from like, okay. our our printer. We'll send us proofs and stuff that we can review before they go off to print them. You know. <laughs> they basically you know give us like a hell mary pass where they're just like are you sure this is what you want because we're about to go to the presses with this and we're like, <laughs> <laughs> are you sure like you positive this is what you want right. you better be sure because if not <laughs> this is gonna cost a ton of money to fix um, <laughs> <laughs> a lot of money <laughs> um so yeah my style is like yeah in some ways it's more chaotic and in some ways i'm a little bit more grounded just because i get to like I have some freedom to do some other stuff or to take take breaks, walk away, um, do things in the middle of the night if I want to. Because sometimes I'm actually kind of like sometimes I'm a night owl and I just work better at night sometimes um, than during mm-hmm. the day. Um, so, yeah, it's not it hasn't been too hard for me. I'm pretty OK with remote work. And I think everyone's really done a good job of transitioning to it. Um, you know, the manga must go. It must flow. <laughs> yeah it must flow it must flow i'm i'm very appreciative you guys give me i look forward to sundays every sunday because mm-hmm. and shonen jump especially it. it lends itself really well to remote work actually because it's, yeah this is a digital process so it's like there's not like all these paper checks that need to happen um yeah so that transition for that team i think has been really really very 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 smooth um <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> 
<laughs> so it's a little different when you gotta have your hands on the on the physical thing, right? Yeah, with other stuff, you're like, oh, let me pull out the Tonko and like, you know, let me try and compare it. And- <laughs> <laughs> uh, 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 before okay, so before we wrap this up, yeah. um, two questions. Sure. One, how are the snacks at the Viz Media Office? You guys got good snacks in there. I feel that I feel that you guys' the snack game is probably crazy there. So the snacks um vary because so like i've worked for other companies where they have like a dedicated snack you know like uh pantry thing um and viz doesn't have that you would think they do but they don't yeah i I would i really thought they would no yeah my expectation too um but (laughs) there is a (laughs) so there's like a vending machine that we have it's like a discounted vending machine and like you know, that's fine, whatever. Um, and but the real treat with Viz actually that I kinda like more than like the the pan dedicated pantry that other companies have is that so many people are from Japan in Viz that they're constantly going to Japan and bringing back random stuff from Japan to eat for the office. See, there we go. That's what that's what I was looking for. I just need to know like how many f- different flavors of Kit Kats did yeah, you guys have? Yeah. Like, did you guys have like the pokey sticks? Like, I, I, I needed to know that. Yeah, like they would always go and come back, and it's just like, oh, I brought back Kit Kats, or I brought back like those banana things, or like, uh, like pokey sticks, just all types of stuff, like. I've tried so many different types of candy. I tried a boozy candy one time where I was like, I should not have done this. I might be <laughs> having problems right now with alcohol and not being able to concentrate because I didn't know that the alcohol content in this candy was so high. Oh my- <laughs> yeah. She was at work. The words were like bending. You're like, whoa, what is this? I was like, oh, wow, bourbon candy. And, you know, in America, that's just like, oh, we sprinkled it with bourbon. But, like, apparently not other places. Um, <laughs> no, they're like, no, we're putting, like, real bourbon in there. Like, you know, you're going like, to be lit. Yeah, like, I was like, is this a shot? Like, I <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so that was, um, yeah, I like that aspect of this. Like, and it's not just Japan. Actually, people go to other places, too. There are a lot of, like, international people working in the office. They might go to, like, Spain or, like, um just so many different places and it's like so customary to bring back something for everyone to eat you know in the japanese tradition of yeah we went away and here's a souvenir for everyone so i i kind of like that aspect a lot more than seeing no yeah definitely full of the same stuff that i've seen everywhere (laughs) (laughs) definitely uh all right last question before before we uh go um all right you're going on a road trip you have three seats available okay which three anime characters are you riding with oh god i knew it was gonna be like something like this i'm so bad at these questions it's like the deserted island what would you these questions are fun because it it makes you really think like you gotta you always get fun answers with these because you gotta think about like who what anime characters would you really want to go on a road trip with because there's the characters that you like obviously right and then there are the characters who would be horrible on a road trip though so like there's like (laughs) You're like, oh, I like that person, but I would probably fight them to the death if they were in my car. <laughs> you just like, you just pull over. You're like, nah, nah, nah. Yeah, you gotta walk the rest of the way. You gotta greyhound it. Yeah, it's interesting because I was like, oh, it's gotta be people who are like pleasurable to hang out with. I'm like, oh man, that's interesting. Okay, so I'm on a road trip and I need three people. Um, jeez. Okay, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Okay. Um. You know what? I'm just gonna say. Oh no! But oh, 
this is hard. Okay, I'm gonna say. Actually, you know what? Shen from Undead is actually a really fun character, and <laughs> uh, it's between him and Ano Un. But I think I'm gonna go with Shen because I think he was the character that I first really liked in Undead Unlock. Um, so there you go, Shen. But maybe not like you know, zombies Shen. <laughs> not zombie Shen. <laughs> So, I think I think zombie Shin would not be nah. I don't think that would be fun being stuck in a car with a yeah I'm with that. Really, I'm not really quite sure how it works with the Zhangxi thing, but <laughs> 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 but yeah, some version of Shin in the car is fine. Um, let's see who else would I put in the car? Um, and they could be anybody. It doesn't need to be just the work that you're yeah. working. It could be it could be a, I mean, a vast variety. I think I would do Sailor Jupiter. Oh yes, me and you are gonna be best friends. So if if you're looking at my screen name, I have so Victoria was on the show. We did a Sailor Moon special episode, mm. and I haven't changed my name since that, and it's still like LJ Jupiter. Oh wow, okay. I thought maybe you just like the planet. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. I I know like Sailor Jupiter. Like I, I have a whole like list of like we got the same birthday we both Aww. like to cook she's my favorite, i'm only two inches taller um, than her yeah she's my favorite sailor scout since i was a kid so oh, me and carla are best friends this is just <laughs> solidifying this and then i guess i need one more person oh my god um hmm i've read some dark stuff and i think that's why i can't pick these people to be in the car with me i'm just like oh Ooh. i'm like oh what about the earlier stuff and i'm like oh gosh no they're all depressed and emo <laughs> the gloomy um. <laughs> Has someone like Kaneki in there uh no 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 <laughs> <laughs> stay out of my car um, <laughs> um let's see um some of my favorite series are actually really depressing so it's like I have to like go into stuff that's like other characters who are a little bit more likable or maybe you know won't bring down the mood of the road trip um <laughs> Uh, let's see. So one more character would be. Mm. That's where now my like it's like this feels like like do or die too. I'm like I'm so stressed out now. Uh, <laughs> I'm like mentally reviewing my collection. <laughs> oh my! You gotta God. go through the Rolodex. You gotta know who you're calling. I'm like okay. I'm like all right. What's on my shelf? Who was a cool character in that one? And I think maybe, ah, oh, this is hard. Okay, no, no, I stumped there. No, no, because oh, it's it's there's so many cool characters now. Now I don't know who I want to take anywhere. <laughs> 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 maybe, um, you know, I don't know. I think I'm gonna say I would take Spike from Cowboy Bebop. I love it. Because I love it. He's just so chill and so cool, and I just know that. It'll make the ride chill and cool. I don't know. I feel like that's three different personalities right there. I think <laughs> I think Spike would I think that is, that is three very different personalities there. So maybe what uh, actually is chaos. Um, <laughs> I think Spike would actually but Spike would be cool because I think he would like be down to help drive. Like he'll be like, nah, I'll take the wheel. Yeah, you gotta have somebody who can drive. <laughs> yeah. I get tired. Yeah. 
Well, Carla, thank you, thank you, thank you so much for coming on to the Big Eyes podcast. Hang out. Um, it was such a great time. Can you please tell people like where to find you on social media or anything like that? Oh, yeah, don't find me. No, kidding. Um <laughs> I also respect that too. I respect that also. <laughs> I am on Twitter, like, even though I'm a bad Twitterer, because uh, I go through spurts of like, oh, I'm talking a, a lot of talking, and then I disappear. Um, I'm at Twitter at um, decaf underscore pixel underscore cat with a K. Or if you just type in Battle Angel Carlita, you will find me. Oh, I could have said Alita. That's such a dope name, too. I love that. I'm name. never good at Twitter names. That was the one time I did it right. <laughs> you did it. You, you won with that one. You you really won with that one. That one is so dope. That 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 one. You won with that one. I was reading Battle Angel and then I watched it on a, the the movie on the plane and then I was like, oh, I wish I could have a cool name like everybody else on Twitter. And then I was like, Oh my god, Battle Angel Carlita. Um. <laughs> <laughs> so I did that. Another really great series. Uh, amazing series. Yeah, actually, I, yeah. I I was reading that one and it, it's a really great series. I love it um and yeah where else can you find me probably nowhere because that's the only place that i am semi-interesting so (laughs) (laughs) Um, but yeah pick up my work you know pick up stuff yeah make sure you're you're checking out undead unluck make sure you're checking out kaiju number eight and make sure you're reading uh martial muscles and magic and uh, Uh, once again urasawa too pick up some urasawa stuff i put a lot of time yeah Pick it all up. Listen, you gotta make sure you have a wall fully dedicated to Carla Clark's all all her stuff that she has edited and worked on. You gotta you gotta have that wall on there. So, thank you so much, um, people who are listening. Make sure you you know follow, subscribe to the Lookout RNC. Make sure you're listening to RNC Radio Live. As always, thank you again. Um, drink more water, watch more anime, uh, live more life. Mm-hmm.